0: The most distilled down action step you can take for your next conversation is to ask questions. Just the whole time. Just think, ask questions, ask questions, listen, let them talk. When they come to a pause, ask the next question. Almost like you're interviewing people. It's a skill that will serve you for the rest of your life. Hey, hey, Colin here, back with another episode of the Shut Up, No One Cares, Get Back to Work podcast, a bite sized show covering mindset, productivity, and big ideas rooted in timeless first principles that will stand the test of time. I'm your host, Colin Stuckert, founder and CEO of Wild Foods Co and The Ancestral Mind.com, and I'm obsessed with living the best life I can and helping others do the same. So today's show is no exception. We have a big idea that is not going to change, that's based on getting better results with your Fellow human beings, relationships, strangers, coworkers, teachers, what have you, the concepts in this episode are going to apply universally to all of your interactions with people. And if you've ever wanted to persuade, if you've ever wanted to understand, if you've ever wanted to get people to think differently or to maybe change your behavior, it's always going to be rooted in this single simple thing you can do that you can literally do today do tomorrow and do forever and it requires a fundamental change in how you approach most social interactions but it is something that's attainable it will take some time to build and i know i'm building it up but it's important for you to really think about this from a foundational level and don't see this as just a gimmick this is kind of a fundamental way to live life it's 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 a change and for most of us it doesn't come that naturally what am i talking about here Well, it's based on an article I wrote actually today, which you can find over at column.coach slash blog. I'll have links below as well. The title of the piece is statements don't work. Why asking questions is the secret to persuasion. The thing I'm talking about today is questions, asking questions, using questions, especially as a replacement for statements. We all make lots and lots of statements. We love to talk. We love to impress people with our way of thinking. We think usually that our way of thinking and what we have to say will persuade people and that we see things clearly and that we're right in a lot of cases. And the reality is if you actually look at science, the more often you challenge somebody's belief or you try to persuade them from something they already believe right now using statements and and telling them or persuading them or showing them facts, they actually become more rigid in what they believe. So it has a backfiring effect. So when we talk to people, when we make statements, when we try to persuade them through our words, through long text messages, through long comments, we actually end up getting the reverse effect of what we're trying to accomplish. The way to actually persuade people, and this is thousands of years old when Socrates figured it out and was talking about it, is using questions. Now, you probably intuitively grasp that. This probably isn't groundbreaking to you or revolutionary, but what are you actually doing with it? Are you the type that asks a lot of questions that lets other people talk? Or do you force upon your opinions on other people? Do you like to use flowing language and lots of words and sentences and paragraphs and sound really convincing because you think you sounded good? That's what you want to avoid. And that's a a major mental trap. You see it with managers, CEOs, people in relationships that are more dominant. Like we think that people hear us because they're sitting there and maybe the sound waves are hitting their eardrums, but that doesn't mean they're understanding. And there's actually a big difference and a major delineation between hearing and understanding. What you're trying to do when you communicate to someone is you're trying to get them to understand. You don't really care if they hear you. If they grasp the primary couple points of what you're trying to say, that would be success, whether they really remembered or understood every single word you used. And most of what we're trying to do is get people to accept like one or two things or or think about one specific thing that might be a little bit different or open up just a little bit. And we use lots and lots of words and quotes and examples and, you know, sounding good, persuasively sounding good, I should say, talking. And really what we need to do is ask questions. There's a reason this is taught in law school. It's a Socratic method. It works. The only actual way that you can probably ever get somebody to change their mind is going to be through using questions and then having those questions lead to the results you want to where they basically can't refute or the answer is obvious and they end up changing their mind on their own because you led them to that point and it feels like they came up with it versus you talking at them and then them having to basically drop a lot of their ego, drop their defenses and admit being wrong. When you try to push somebody to admit being wrong, you're going to always fail. That's just a failing proposition for humans. Humans don't like it. We have egos. We have to protect ourselves. It just doesn't work. There's a lot of evolutionary reasons for that, but whatever. We'll talk about that another time. If you want people to change their mind or to do anything that you want, especially if they're rigid in what they're believing or doing right now, and they don't want to change their mind or do what you want them to do, you have to use questions as the means to persuade. And there's a lot of times where even if you use the best questions ever, you're not gonna change people's mind. This stuff takes time. You're better off taking a little whittle approach. You're better off leading by example, especially if it's something major habit changing like diet. Like for example, you want your parents to eat better. You know, it's gonna pretty much happen by offering small nuggets of suggestion, letting them ask you questions even, and then just leading by example. And of course you can kind of get into discussions about this and use the Socratic method I'm talking about today to good effect, but people aren't going to just change, you know, behaviors they've had for years overnight because you ask them a few questions. So that's kind of, it's kind of a disclaimer to keep in mind. The other thing with this is this is very subtle and some might not like the idea that it is kind of a form of manipulation, but I don't know, like persuasion, ma- manipulation, whatever. Humans are manipulative creatures. Uh, you could say we're persuasive creatures. It just really depends on how you use it. So you're going to use your persuasion for good or for worse. That's going to be up to you. And whether that's going to be then labeled manipulation or simply persuasion it's just going to be based on opinion. Most of the time, we need people to open their mind, to change their mind, to do things that are good for them. So if that means we have to manipulate them or even trick them to do that, and we use questions, we lead the witness, we do things like that, then I'm all for it. Because the reality is most people are their own worst enemy. They need people to challenge them, to persuade them, to open their mind, to drop those really bad beliefs and all these barriers that they built around their ego. Like we need to help people eliminate that as much as possible. And if that means we understand human psychology and use something like the Socratic method to do that, then that's freaking awesome. That's great. We should do that more and more and more. So what can you actually do? There's something I want you to take away from this short show so that you can take action today. Because that's, again, what the show is all about. taking action about big ideas that are going to stand the test of time. This is something that you will use the rest of your life. You will take action with asking questions your whole life and you will benefit as you develop the habit. So the first thing you should do is take the next time you have a conversation with somebody as an opportunity to try to ask only questions. What's crazy about this is you could pretty much ask questions the whole time, let them talk, and people will feel like you had a really great conversation, even though every single thing you said ended in a question mark. You hear it all the time. Oh, he's a great conversationalist. Or, you know, of course, you'll hear things like great listener as well. People don't really understand though, that even if they were talking 90% of the time, they don't really quantify the back and forth. So what people will call conversation could literally just be you acting like a therapist and asking people questions and leading them along and them talking the whole time. To a lot of people, they don't have the self-awareness to really understand how often they talk or what they're saying. To them, that's probably good conversation. Right. As you become more aware of this, though, you can figure out how to throttle these things. So with certain people in your life, whether it's partners, friends, family, coworkers, workers et cetera, you'll figure out based on the individual, how often should you be asking questions and how often should you be sprinkling in statements? And I guarantee you all of us right now today are probably making too many statements and not asking enough questions. So we should be flipping that the majority of the time that we're interacting with other people, we should be using questions primarily letting them talk, and then sprinkling in statements here and there. And you might have some people that really enjoy listening. You'll find people that are inquisitive and that like sitting there to listen. But for most people, that's not really the case. Most people like to talk. They don't like to listen. They're not good at listening. So when you do this for them, you get a lot of benefit in the social cachet and the social kind of credibility that you build with them. And then you can use that to various ends, whether that's persuading people to do something or coming onto a cause or using it in selling. Or using it in sales and marketing, or trying to persuade your partner to do something that's good for him or her, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. So, action step is that next conversation you have, try to ask only questions. And then do that more and more every conversation you have, and you'll find that your psyche starts changing because you start becoming aware of your conversations. You start becoming aware of the cadence of how often you might say something versus how often they say something versus how often you ask questions, et cetera. And then when you get better at it and you're doing this more and more, that's when you can use it strategically to attack bigger problems, issues, whatever. Use questions and just watch how it improves all of the results you get in life with other people. Let's recap this. Number one, find opportunities in your human discussions to ask more or potentially only questions. Then try to ask better questions that lead to your desired outcome. So as you become better at asking questions, you can then start thinking about how you can change people's mind or infect them with some kind of mind virus or persuade them in one way or the other by planning your questions ahead of time. So it's like chess thinking like five moves ahead. The better players think tons of moves ahead and most beginners might think one or two tops. In the beginning, you're only going to be thinking about maybe one question, two questions ahead. But then you get to a point where you can ask like four, five, six, ten questions ahead. You have really started to master persuasion and you can use that and it's very powerful. In fact, it's so powerful that I would recommend being careful how you use it. You don't it's a very powerful concept that you can use for good or for bad. Please use it for good. Please use it to make the world a better place versus just using it for selfish ends. Cause this is so powerful. And when you get good out of it, you become a master persuader and you know, a lot of things can happen as a result of that. So the general gist is, Try to make the percentage of times you ask questions higher than the percentage of time you make statements. With some people, you should pretty much be asking questions all the time and just listening. Other times you can get more words in and you can have more of a back and forth dialogue. And those people are going to be people that usually you're the most comfortable with. Maybe they're close friends. Like my entrepreneur friends, we can do this back and forth. The ones that I've have relationships with that I've been talking to for years, we kind of understand the cadence and we have a natural ebb and flow of our conversations. So While I am always cognizant of the questions I'm asking and I'm trying to dig out things for them, let them talk, let them shine, let them look good. I'm also throwing in the statements and the talking that I want to get in as well. But those are for more advanced relationships. For all of your shallow relationships, you should pretty much always be just focusing on questions and focusing on other people. And this kind of coincides with the concept of shining the spotlight on other people, whether it's dating, relationships, coworkers, bosses, when you can shine the spotlight on other people let them take the credit let them feel good build them up make them feel good leave them with them feeling better than when they first met you or talked to you you're going to have so many downstream positive effects in your life you can't even fathom it and this is something that should be built into your psyche and come naturally the best connectors are people that do this naturally they probably don't even realize they do it but they do this they listen they ask questions they let people shine they introduce people to projects to people to things Those are what the best influencers and connectors do. And I recommend all of us learn from them and utilize some of these strategies because people are a part of life. And that's not going to change anytime soon. So I hope you take some action with this. The most distilled down action step you can take for your next conversation is to ask questions. Just the whole time, just think, ask questions, ask questions, listen, let them talk. When they come to a pause, ask the next question. Almost like you're interviewing people. It's a skill that will serve you for the rest of your life. So that's it for today. Like and subscribe, share, do all those things, but more importantly, take action. And if you aren't on the Friday AM5 newsletter where I get my best content from around the web, go to colin.coach and download that now, or I should say subscribe now, and I will see you in the next show.